Welcome to Rock Talks, a podcast designed to create community through conversation. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Rock Talks. This is Pastor Jonathan here, uh, just a special guest host, filling in for Pastor Chris. I just want to welcome you guys to, wow, I feel like we've been doing this for a while now. I know, it seems like ages. Goodness gracious. But yeah, I feel like, again, we're just trying to get a, uh, get more of these talks out more often, especially during this quarantine time when everyone is home and you have a little bit of extra time. So we thank you for joining us during these crazy, tumultuous, questionable times. And we hope that uh, through these talks, you can still feel that sense of community that we have as a church as we connect with people um, within our church community. Yeah. Um, any uh, any news on uh, what's the latest with church? Pastor? Yeah, uh, I feel like our church has really been on like the cutting edge of coming up with all these new ways of programming and new ways of pe- keeping people connected. Um, recently, we had uh, we started up our new Wednesday afternoon Instagram Live, IG Live for those of that have been keeping up. And the idea of this is really this is just an offshoot program of our Rock Bible Reading Plan that Pastor Chris and I created, and it's for it's really just a way for us to connect through the word. And so what will happen is either myself or Pastor Chris will open Instagram live kind of interview um, on Instagram Wednesdays at 4 p.m. And the first one we had was with Dan Lee. And the second one we had most recently was with Caleb Shim. So we're really switching up the kind of people that you see on this broadcast. And it's really just talking about how God has been speaking to them during this past week of reading the Bible and just whatever insights they may have had, um, free to ask questions. And if you join us on that Instagram live, you're more than welcome to ask your comments or your concerns or your questions that you may have with the reading and we'll address that live. Um, Is there a way to uh, view that after the live event? Yeah, so I think the first video was deleted or wasn't saved, but the second one on, we'll save them and then we can have, um, if you go on our Instagram, there are storied highlights so it'll be saved kind of as a story that you can uh, click on at any time and I view. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. Um, yeah, I've just noticed a lot of uh, Sabbath schools are kind of ramping up. Any new additions to Sabbath school? Um, yeah. So the latest, uh, you know, uh, the latest addition to our Sabbath school curriculum, and at this point, I believe we have all Sabbath school for all ages up and running, from adults to children's ministry to youth. Now, we'll be starting up. It'll be at 11 a.m. on Sabbath morning, just an hour before our main live stream. And it'll be on Zoom. So every week we'll have the Zoom um, ID on the youth Instagram page for the youth one. Um, I believe the cacao will be on the one for adult Sabbath school and children's ministry has their own. So no matter what age you are at this point, at 11, um, if you're able to get up that extra hour early before the live stream starts, we'll have a Sabbath school program for you. You know, if you can't get up by 11, I mean, they were making it to church. (laughs) So they should be able to make it, hopefully. Wake up in time just to roll over in bed and open up your computer or your phone and uh, and kind of you know I guess uh, check in. Uh, yeah, whatever. Sabbath school from bed, Sabbath school in bed sounds pretty nice actually. That does sound that nice. Way. If only we can find someone to bring us uh, our breakfast <laughs> or our brunch in bed, then that'll be perfect. Um, oh my goodness! We'll have to train up our children. Um, anyways, that's great. That's uh, that's really exciting that we have things uh, rolling along and. Seems like our Sabbath uh, uh, worship services have been awesome. Friday Night Live has been awesome, and um, you know that's really good. I'm I'm really enjoying the Bible reading plan, um, honestly, and I think mm. that you really wanted to thank uh, the pastors for 
for the Bible reading plan. And, um, and also there's like an adjunct to that, right? I mean, do you have... Uh, the family worship guides as well. Yeah, yeah that, was a, that was a great idea. I mean, I think that that's really helpful. Yeah, I feel like that was, and even for Pastor Chris and myself, like we were surprised by some of the feedback we got because we feel like, you know, everyone's home and like a lot of people now have maybe more family time than they normally do. And like we really felt like there was this kind of itch, like some people like, oh, maybe this is a good time to start family worships, but like, you know, maybe you've never done it before, right? And, it's, and for someone like myself, I didn't grow up with family worships and I can imagine it's a little bit intimidating maybe to start like, how do I do this? I've never done this before. So this is really just a tool to, to create and promote kind of family bonding. And like reading the Bible as a family, I think can help you grow just in so many different ways. Yeah, it, I, when I look at those plans and just the, the, the artistic uh, work that goes into creating even that that Instagram page <laughs> or that Facebook, you know, all those things. I mean, that's a lot of work just to stylize that and even to think of the, the chapters and what chapters would be good. And then coming up with the family worship things. I mean, I look at those things, I go, man, this looks like a lot of work. You know, Pastor Chris is that artistic, he's the artistic mastermind behind our church. <laughs> so props to him. I don't know how he does it. It's amazing. It, it's awesome. We are so blessed. But we are going to be blessed today by a special uh, guest that we have with us. And um, uh, I this was actually requested by a number of people as well. Uh, oh, wow. And so we have uh, in studio Wilson Wong. Thank you so much for being here. Uh, you're welcome. Glad to be here. <laughs> <laughs> um, so in terms of... Um, Wilson, uh, we have a number of questions here. I wonder if you could go ahead and uh, maybe kind of expound on them. You can talk as little or as long as you would like uh, for these, and we'll go from there. But um, number one, Wilson, can you share with us a little bit about, I guess, your childhood and where you grew up and what your family life was like and kind of some of those things? Yeah, sure. Um, I uh, was born in Hong Kong. Uh, and I came to the States when I was uh, 11. Uh, my dad was a um, driver, a truck driver, and my mom worked uh, at a bank. Oh. Yeah. Wow, okay. And um, they just, your whole family immigrated at that time period? Yeah, yeah, we came over in 1992. Okay. Um, what was, uh, I, I guess, just recalling back on your days in, in Hong Kong, what, mm -hmm. what, what, what was that like? Um, it was fun because I had a lot of, a lot of uh, relatives there, a lot of cousins and uncles and aunts. Uh, we hung out a lot, and um, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Where did you first uh, move to when you came to the States? Uh, we landed at uh, San Francisco. San Francisco. Yeah, okay. and we stayed there for a year and a half, and then we moved up to uh, Ukiah, which is about two hours north of San Francisco. Uh huh. Mm -hmm. Okay. And your parents did kind of the same type of business there uh, in Ukiah? Um, yeah, well, uh, my dad became um, a chef. He learned uh, how to cook in Chinatown. That was training program back then. Wow. Yeah, so my dad found a job in Ukiah uh, as a chef for a restaurant, and my mom worked as a uh, waitress. Wow. So you grew up um, just hanging out, working at the restaurant, or spending some time at the restaurant? Yeah. Your, okay. Yeah. Wow. What, what a life. Wow. It, it, that's just... To us, it seems so glamorous, right? <laughs> but I'm sure that there's a lot of hard work behind there and just blood, sweat, and tears, right? Yeah, it's long hours, long hours at the restaurants for sure. 
is that restaurant still running and and uh, my around? parents sold it about a year ago about a year ago mm-hmm. oh, okay yeah. all right so what was your favorite favorite dish at that restaurant um i like a uh, sweet and sour chicken Ooh. uh mongolian beef my dad made pretty good mongolian beef okay <sighs> yeah wow uh was there was there a lot of competition there in ukiah with chinese food um not in the beginning so in the beginning business was really good okay and then as the town grew a little bit uh there were more competitions so it became much tougher yeah wow so in your home growing up whether it was hong kong or here was uh did you grow up in a in a uh with any exposure to christianity um well i went, when i was in hong kong i went to a catholic school okay yeah uh but i don't think the religion part was really that stress i mean we we uh we go to church once a year at the beginning of the year uh but that's really about it so. okay and so w- w- did your family kind of uh were they know i mean was it known that you you your family was catholic or that was your, your oh no, no we, we were we were not catholics we i just went to a catholic school they just sent you to that that mm-hmm. school okay yeah all right um did you have anyone around you that were <clears throat> i mean as far as family or relatives that were christian or um my family weren't really religious and uh, none of my relatives are really particularly religious either Mm-hmm. Yeah, so not really. And so how was it that you came about to be exposed to Christianity? Um, um, well, it really started when I got a job with Adventist Health, and then my coworkers are uh, all Adventists. So they got introduced me to the church, okay. and that's how it got, got started. And that was, yeah. in, that was in Ukiah? That was in Ukiah. Okay, and that was where you first, uh, so after you graduate where did you go to where did you do your schooling at then I went to uh, um UC San Diego Oh okay mm-hmm. Oh I did not know that yep. Okay it's pretty And you got your um business you got a business degree or accounting degree there Uh yeah I majored in in math when I was down there Okay mm-hmm. in math mm-hmm. You know uh, I will say that all the very very smart people major in math or physics yeah that's what I, I that's just like guaranteed i'm the uh, i'm the exception that proves to no me. see there's no <laughs> there's exception no way. there's no way i've heard that too i've heard that too and that's just all a lie <laughs> the smartest people definitely mathematicians and physicists that's for sure um so you know i guess through your exposure to christianity who who would you say maybe had the most influence on shaping your view of god and and your spiritual growth Um well when we were in Ukiah we were doing Bible study with a couple uh Adventist couple and they we did Bible study t- together for like a year and a half. Wow. So that had a big impact on how we look at uh Adventist um and when then we came up to here and of course you know Pastor Chris and you guys have a lot of I- big impact on how I look at Christianity. You know, being um, you know, going from <clears throat> you know, having very little exposure to Christianity and then you um having all this exposure and uh, ultimately becoming becoming a Christian. What what has been the biggest challenges you think, you know? Um biggest challenges in like believing in it or Yeah, I guess um just challenges in terms of that transition from from like not really being Christian and then mm-hmm. becoming Christian. Ha- have you faced any challenges 
Um, um, you know, some people like I've heard of some people that like you know when they be when they become a Christian, if their family, like their parents or some of their relatives, aren't Christian, mm-hmm. or you know, there's a bit of tension mm-hmm. there. Um, okay, I see what you're saying. You I, know, things I, like that. I guess um, I was fortunate that both May and I uh, got introduced to Christianity about the same time. Okay. And uh, we both, you know, do Bible study together. So there wasn't really a lot of, um, um, I guess, mismatch there. Mm-hmm. And my parents are really not very religious either way. So they were fine with me being a Christian. Okay. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, I w- how, how did you and May first meet? Uh, <laughs> well, <laughs> I, <laughs> I was in school. Then uh, my parents got a, uh, like an apartment in uh, China. Um, so I went back with them for like a vacation. Mm-hmm. It was like a, a gated community where it has like a clubhouse and pool and stuff like that. Okay. It was very cheap back then. Mm-hmm. So my parents could afford it. It was really nice. It was it was the best time to invest in real estate in China. Uh-huh. Oh. Yeah. But anyway, um, so uh, May was working in one of the clubhouse. Uh, and uh, when I saw her, I was playing ping pong actually with my dad and she was there. So I met her. Um, we chatted a little bit, and at night she was um, working at the laundry store, in the laundry, and I saw her again. So uh, that's at that time I asked her to, you know, for a date. That's kind of wow. how we met. So. Ballin. Wow, I'm taking notes. I'm taking mental Are notes. Are you right taking now. notes? You better <laughs> take notes, man. Wow. That that was that's awesome, man. Whew. All right, <laughs> Wilson, you had the moves. All right. No moves. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and, uh, I guess, I guess the rest is history then, right? Um, you guys, yeah. uh, kept on dating. I mean, I guess you had to date long distance for, for a bit. Yeah, we did. Uh, I was there only for like a couple of weeks. So we went out a couple more times before I went back to the States. And then we just, you know, talk on the phone and I went back again, uh, for spring break, spent a week together and then went back to the States. And when I graduated, I went back wow. to be with her. Yeah. So you're uh, what? Eight, how old were you? Nineteen, twenty? Uh, I was uh, twenty-two. Twenty-two. Twenty-three. Yeah. Okay. All right. Wow. That's all. You have any advice for any uh, for married people, newly married couples? Um, any marriage advice or? Uh, I'm probably not the best to offer marriage <laughs> advice. Um, <laughs> uh, I would say um, be generous with each other. Okay. Yeah. What about any uh, dating advice? Because you did long, I know the people that I know from our church, because you have done long distance, international long distance. And yeah. I think Pastor Chris also, but Tracy did a long distance for oh, a while. Right. But yeah, any advice for a long distance dating? Um, for you guys? We just call each other a lot. We made it a point of calling each other, um, I think once a day, if you know, nothing to say, mm-hmm. you know, just call each other at night to say good night or in the oh. morning, say good morning. Uh, is that communication really helps. Hmm. Yeah. So then after, uh, uh, when did you move up here to Portland? Oh, I moved up uh, in September 2017. Okay. And how did that trans- How did that happen? How did, why did you move to Portland? Uh, well, Aaron, uh, who was my boss in Ukiah, came up to Portland as the CFO at the Adventist Health Portland Hospital. And when he has an opening, uh, he asked if I was interested to come up. So I thought, yeah, Portland sounds pretty cool. So that's why I come. Awesome. And then uh, how did you first uh, get introduced to the Rock Rock Fellowship Church? 
Uh, it was Aaron again, actually. Uh, he said he found a great church and wanted to come check, wanted me to come check it out. So that, that's what I did. Wow, that is awesome. Wow. Wow, Aaron. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man, Aaron is now um, like let, Aaron is in San Francisco, right? He. Yep, in the Bay Area. He's in the Bay Area. Mm-hmm. Um, and I understand you are moving soon too. Yes, that's the plan right now. Uh, we're moving to Tampa, Florida. Okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, you're um, you're moving into an, the Adventist Health System over there as well. Yeah. Okay. Um, that's well. I'm happy for you, but uh, sad for us. Um, but uh, Wilson, uh, you know, it's um, we're still praying. You know, Thanks. <laughs> we're, we're still <laughs> we're still praying Thank that you. somehow the plans might uh, might change. But uh, we definitely want uh, we want the best for you. Um, um, just kind of piggybacking on the the last question uh, about your introduction to rock. What? I guess what are some of the characteristics or the qualities of, of the church here that kept you guys coming back? Um, is the um, the friendliness that you guys are very friendly and very open to newcomers. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a sense of uh, community. I remember when um, my family first came to church, um, you know, both Ed and Andy just came right by and shake our hands and welcome us to the church. It was very nice because often, I mean, in my limited experience of going to churches, um, you know, you just go to a church and you sit in the back and, you know, no one ever even come say hi. And then when the service is done, you just go home. So mm-hmm. it, it was really uh, refreshing and welcoming, you know, mm-hmm. to have to happen. That's good to, good to know. Um, where, where is God taking you these days? Where is your spiritual journey um, these days? Um, I think I'm still learning how to um, trust in God more, um, how to how to better surrender to Him. It's, it's really difficult. Hmm. Yeah, you know, I think that's a lifelong. That definitely is a lifelong struggle. You know, right? Um, just kind of battling between what you want to do and mm-hmm. and really what God wants for your life. Yeah, um, I would say. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if that ever goes away per se um mm. but that's uh no that's that's great i mean as you say it i'm I'm just thinking about my own life as well and i think we're all in the same boat mm. yeah yeah and sometimes I, I sometimes i struggle with like you know what what does god want me to do you know sometimes it's not crystal clear to me like if i have two paths to go down to which one god really wants me to do like I am trying to be more sensitive to that. Like, okay, let's mm-hmm. think about what God will want me to do in this circumstance. And sometimes I still find it a little bit difficult to know, like, the left or right, you know. Yeah. That is, yeah. Wow. I'm, I'm sure that, especially with your move mm-hmm. to Florida, right? Yeah, I mean, it's been on my mind a lot. Like, does God really want me to stay, or does He want me to go to Florida? Maybe. Like, I don't. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, you know, I think that uh, those are real struggles and, um, you know, real challenges, you know, mm-hmm. of this spiritual journey of knowing exactly what God wants for yeah. your life. Um, well, um, we're going to take a, a short break uh, at this time period, and we are going to hear a word from the sponsor of today's podcast.
Hello, Airport Cafe. This is Sue. Oh, hi, John. Okay. One teriyaki chicken, one clubhouse, and a cob salad. Okay, see you in 10 minutes. Hi, this is Sue of Airport Cafe. Our restaurant is just located just minutes away from Portland International Airport between Ramada and Radisson Hotel. We're not at the airport, but we're about five minutes south of the airport. We have been in the same location for more than 20 years. It's our local favorite place to eat for many businesses near the PDX airport. We serve a wide selection of delicious meals from fresh salads, soups, and sandwiches. We're open for breakfast and lunch only, Monday through Friday. Come in and say hello and pick up something for yourself and for your family. Mention Rock Talk and receive a free drink and an extra dose of TLC from me. For more information, look up airportcafepdx.com or follow us on Instagram. We hope to see you soon and have a great day. All right, and we're back. <laughs> we, uh, we're going to enter into the um, rapid fire section of this, uh, of Rock Talks, and something that we like to do with every uh, one of our guests. And you could uh, answer this uh, in, a, in a few words, or if you wanted to expound on it, and um, you know, you could, you could kind of dig deep and, and kind of explain a little bit, or we may uh, ask you to uh, explain um, or expound on some of your answers. But let's, uh, let's jump right in. Um, question number one is, what would you do if you had a whole day to yourself? <laughs> and no, you like your family's no not family. around. No, no family. No family, huh? Yeah, yeah. Wow, that's unimaginable. I know. Um, <laughs> that's tough. I would probably just stay home, to be honest, um, and just read and watch TV. What would you read? What, 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 are some of the, what are some things that you like to read? Or? I like to read science or um, fiction. Okay, science. See, I knew oh, he was smart. Wow, yeah, smart. Don't even try to no. deny the fact that you are a brilliant, uh, brilliant person. Yeah, it's popular science. You said TV shows, right? What any yeah. TV shows that you would recommend or that you're really into? Um, anything on Netflix. I watch um, Parks and Recreations. That was a really good show. Um, All right. Okay. All right. Um, uh, question number two. Um, what is? Uh, do you have a favorite musical group or a song? Um, not really. I don't. Not really big into music. I like. I like all kinds of music except probably rap. Rap? Oh, except rap. Except rap. Oh, I was gonna say. I was like, <laughs> that would have been interesting. <laughs> that yeah. would have been. Yeah, you would have shocked us there. Um, uh, do you have a pet peeve? Pet peeve? Um, not really. I mean, I was watching a show with uh, May. It's a Korean drama. It's about a ghost. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Always. Well, pet peeve is that, you know, when on the TV shows, the ghosts can go through like walls and stuff mm-hmm. and doors, like and they jump through doors onto the a moving bus and they sit on the bus, but that makes no sense. How can you jump through the bus, but then sit on the bus? 
Just Chinese food, any Chinese food I like. Okay. Yep. All right. And uh, what, your sweet and sour chicken or whatever that is that you you would, you say that's your favorite dish, you think? Yeah. Yeah. And porridge. I like porridge too. Okay. Porridge. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What's that called? Uh, Kanji, oh, right? Kanji. Kanji. Yeah, kanji. Oh, yeah, that's so would good. Would you recommend any, any Chinese restaurants in Portland that kind of stick out to you, that you have your stamp of approval? Uh, there's a restaurant I call Kenny's Kitchen. Uh, it's by Division. Uh, it's really good. Kenny's Kitchen. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna have to write that yeah, down. I'm gonna have to check that out. All right, <laughs> yeah. mental note. <laughs> Kenny's, okay, kitchen. All right. Um, if you could live anywhere in the world for one year, where would you like to live? Um, probably. I don't know. To be honest, um, I would rather go around the world oh. in one year. Okay. Just to you know see the world a little see bit more. See the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, is there a particular area that you would like to visit first? Uh, maybe the Southern Hemisphere. I've never been to the Southern Hemisphere yet. Okay. So. Oh yeah. That uh, that 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 is on my bucket list as well. I have not been down there either. Um, uh, spicy food or sweet? I prefer spicy food. Spicy versus sweet. Okay. I mean more than sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do you prefer books or podcasts? Uh, I prefer books. I like podcasts too, but I find it difficult to just sit there and listen. Sometimes I feel like I'm not being productive. Yeah, yeah. I know what you. I know what you mean. But there's some really great podcasts out there. What uh, yeah. do you have any recommendations um, as far as what are some some of your favorite podcasts or the ones that you like to listen to? Uh, the one I really like to listen to is called This American Life oh, on yeah. NPR. Yeah, it's like amazing. Yeah, that yeah. is good. That is a good one. Um, w- here's, here's one that might, um, well, what's your favorite Chinese dish that May makes? Yeah. <laughs> have to be careful on this one. I know. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> I like all dishes that May makes. Oh. <laughs> I'm taking notes. I'm yeah. taking notes. Are you taking notes? I'm taking notes. Okay. <laughs> that was, that was a great answer. Um, that was a trick question, you know? I know you tr- almost uh, tricked me again. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> all right. Um, what, uh, do you have like one of one most embarrassing moment of your life that you can remember? Um, one of the most embarrassing moment of my life was when I got married, uh, in China, when you, in the Chinese tradition, when you get married, you need to like, right, depart from your home and you ride over to, um, to the bride's home and, you know, sort of take her with you and then you go over to the banquet or whatever. But oh. before that, during that, uh, when you get over to her house, usually uh, she has her friends and they will give you a bunch of tests or uh, stuff you gotta do, uh, designed to be embarrassing before you can take her with you, <laughs> right? And uh, I think one of the things they asked me to do was like, you know, shout at the top of my lung that I love May. Uh-huh. So the whole apartment complex can hear me. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that was pretty embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> This is, is this a kind of a traditional thing that they do in, mm-hmm. in, 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 yeah. 
Uh, where was it again? It was in. I was in. Uh, uh, well, uh, we were in southern China. Southern China. Yeah. Okay. Wow. All That's right. Pretty cool. I kind of like that. We may have to <laughs> adopt that uh, into. Uh, Maybe when Pastor Jonathan gets married. Oh, yes. That would we'll, be fun. We'll have to, we'll oh, have to incorporate <laughs> That would be awesome. All right. Um, well, here's the last question. Um, what's, what's one thing people would be surprised to know about you? Um, I don't think anyone would be anything surprised about me. I'm pretty boring. Like if there was like one thing that like, remember, I remember on the past episode cheryl busted out with telling us that she was a belly Baby. dancer oh wow and i was like <laughs> what and uh anything like that that you did something in life or you you know went somewhere or something happened to you that that would be like wow wait i didn't know this about you um i can't really think of any pretty pretty boring can't think of anything all right yeah the, the, the mathematician has answered uh, wisely that question. Um, well, um, Wilson, thank you so much for your time uh, thank today. You. I know that uh, you're busy with getting ready to move and everything, and we uh, really do appreciate uh, you carving out um, some time to, uh, to uh, be a guest on Rock Talks. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, thanks to all of you listeners for um, uh, sharing your time with us today as well. And we hope uh, you enjoyed today's episode and uh, look forward to more in the future. Take care. Bye-bye.